everyone, it's Natasha Toddy Weston, entrepreneur, content creator, and three times best-selling author. Let's scratch the titles. I'm just the girl next door. If you follow me on social media, you know I'm all about being an open book, bringing current events from the real world and my world to the table to give my sisters from other misters insight, wisdom, and real talk about life, business, and all that other ish. The reason I created Table Talk with Toddy is because I've spent the last decade mostly online talking to people, more specifically millennial women all around the world about the ups and downs that come with building a brand, being a mom, and having a personal life. And what I eventually realized was that we all have many of the same questions, curiosities, and challenges. So here we are. On the Table Talk with Toddy podcast, we'll laugh, we'll cry, and I'm pretty sure we'll be pouring it up together on many occasions. It's about time that you got a relatable, unapologetic view on life as a creative living in the 21st century. On this show, you'll hear from some of my close friends, family, and guests that I've learned a thing or two from over the last decade. Get ready for some ahas, mm-hmms, and yes girls, because at this table, nothing, and I mean nothing, is off limits. Be sure to subscribe to the Table Talk with Toddy podcast right now on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to leave a rating and review. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Table Talk with Toddy podcast. I am your host, Natasha Toddy Weston. Welcome to today's show, episode 76. Today's going to be, it's supposed to be a mini-sode, but I don't know how that's going to go, but we'll see. (laughs) But welcome to the show. If you are an oldie but a goodie, welcome back. If you are new here, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for coming to hang out with us today. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to leave a review. And guys, go show our Facebook page some love. If you are an avid listener of the podcast, if you have loved an episode or many episodes, then I would highly, highly, highly appreciate a review. Um, I know I ask every single episode, but honestly, I would really love for you to go and share your thoughts on the show. It only helps me to know, you know, how you're enjoying everything. So I digress from that point. Let's go ahead and get into today's show. So as we're nearing the end of a year, and this year is 2020, and we all know it has been one hell of a ride, but it's common to notice a rise in efforts to plan out content. For the upcoming year. I noticed that there's a trend in that particular topic. But before you create your next piece of content, whether it be a video for YouTube, whether it be a podcast episode for your show, or simply an Instagram post, there are some things you should do to get the most engagement. And when I was trying to decide what I wanted to talk to you guys about today, um, this was the thing that kept coming to mind because I am noticing an increased of conversation around content. So since content is really my area of expertise, then I thought that before we wrap this year, I should share with you and point out some of the things that you should know before you even hit record to record another video, another podcast, or take another picture for Instagram. But I wanted to talk about that today so that you aren't wasting your time 
and so that I can shine the light on really a process that you should take every single thing you post in the digital space through before you actually publish it. Because it's not good enough anymore to just throw content out there without a strategy. It's not smart to post without purpose nowadays with the amount of people using the internet to promote themselves and their brands and you know algorithms and all of that. There's a process you must consider before creating content and that's what I wanna share with you today. So first things first, Again, 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 guys, we are so excited to be streaming on Amazon Music again. And I want to say this every show, we were one of the very first podcasts invited to the platform. So I want y'all to go to Amazon and show the show some love over there on that platform as well. I know most of us use Amazon. So go over there, show some love. Um, If you are an Alexa person, go ahead and subscribe to your smart TVs and all that good stuff. What's been going on with me? Everything. Since we last uh, congregated here on the show, a lot has been happening, but a lot of good things. I've been super busy with Todd Spot Media, trying to wrap up some client projects. I just put the final touches on 2021 content plan. I really went into it intending to just do the first few months or the first quarter rather, but ended up really literally seeing the vision for the entire year. Now, obviously things change, but I'm really excited to be moving in a new direction. I'm really excited to bring you some new, fresh and exciting content uh, starting next month, actually. So I'm going to be busy. I really wanted to take a couple of weeks off this month, but I've actually decided to do the opposite. I'm going to work straight through the rest of the year and then take about a week and a half off in January. And so I'm excited about it though, because I'm excited about this content plan. I'm excited about everything that's to come. You guys know book number four is releasing in early 2021. So it's a lot of work to be done. So if you're not on my email list, natashaweston.com, I highly encourage you to do that because I share a lot of very exclusive details with my uh, group chat before I put it online. So let's talk about content really quick. I'm a huge advocate for defining words before we dive into topics. So I know that the general public understands and knows what content is. But for those of you who may just be entering this whole business space, this whole online entrepreneurship space, let's define content. And surprisingly, I found the most simplistic definition on Wikipedia. So I want to share it with you really quick. Content is the information and experiences that are directed toward an end user or audience. Content is something that is to be expressed through some medium as speech, writing, or any various arts. Content can be delivered via different media, including the internet, cinema, television, radio, smartphones, audio, CDs, books, ebooks, magazines, and live events such as speeches, conferences, and stage performances. So in a nutshell, everything that we consume, especially online or via entertainment, is a form of content. The content that you create is going to depend on, number one, your personality, number two, your audience, and number three, the trends in which the world is consuming information. Now, I believe it takes trial and error when it comes to knowing the specific types of content your audience wants, as well as knowing what exactly will position and provide your brand and yourself, if you're a personal brand, with the visibility you need to succeed online. And so today, I want to talk to you in a little bit more detail what that actually looks like, what my personal process has been like, even in my midst of trial and error. So you guys know I've been an entrepreneur for over 10 years. And so if you can just imagine, I have done a lot of trial and error 
when it comes to figuring out what types of content I need to be creating, uh, which types of content my audience absorbs best, considering their lifestyles, considering their needs, um, and considering the things that they are really seeking assistance with. And so obviously the podcast, I've been doing it for almost five years now. Can you guys believe that? Obviously, the podcast is a form of content that my audience loves and that I love creating. And so it just, it's a win-win. So I want to share with you something that I taught in one of my courses called Content Chaos. And I want to share it with you before we even dive into uh, my content creation process, the three Ps that I'm going to share with you today. And that is that great content should do three things, always, literally always. Great content should always inspire educate, and or entertain. If it doesn't, it probably shouldn't get posted. So whenever you're thinking about taking a picture for IG, for Facebook, for Twitter, whenever you're thinking about tweeting something, whenever you're thinking about creating a podcast episode, whenever you're thinking about what types of videos to post on YouTube, you should always ask yourself, is this going to inspire my ideal customer client or my audience member? Is this going to educate them? Is this going to entertain them? And the beautiful thing is most content falls into one of these three categories, but it's important to identify which one or all three is relevant to that particular piece of content in question so that you can decide first and foremost, what do you want them to get out of it that's going to lead you to your end goal? And so um, if you're telling a story, for example, in a caption on a picture, right? If the picture is really pretty and you know you got on this fly outfit, in your caption, you're telling a story, that story should lead to a product. That story should lead to directing them to sign up for your email list. That story should lead organically into a call to action that gets you closer to your bottom line. And so I want you to always consider that before you create your next piece of content, anything that you post online, it should do those things. Always think of your end goal and work backwards. What you create and share with the world should be like little itty bitty building blocks or steps toward that goal. And so today I'm going to break down for you really quick my 3P content creation process. And I follow this in every single thing that I post online. And I want to highly encourage you guys to write this down and consider it every single time before you make a post online. So first part of the 3P content creation process is pick. So this is going to be the phase where you select topics and subject matters that are relevant and doesn't require too much digging of you, right? So I was on an Instagram live the other night um, with, I found her on Clubhouse. Her Instagram is this is Nikki's, right? Nikki Saunders. She's bomb. Y'all go follow her. So I was on a live that she did the other night. And this was actually on a day where I had quite a few one-on-one creative consultations with clients. And one thing that I always drill into my clients is that everybody is an expert at every stage in their lives, right? You probably, you may not be able to teach me how to make six figures in my business, but you can probably teach me how to create content to get me to six figures, right? So everybody's expertise is never going to lie in the same area and everybody can teach somebody how to get to A point A to B. You follow me? And so when you're thinking about the topics that you need to create content around, when you're thinking about the products you want to create, when you're thinking about things that you want to post, it shouldn't require you to do too much digging and research because I feel like at that point, then you're really not the expert in that field. And so 
to Nikki's point in that Instagram, and I was all up in the comments, just like, I, it wasn't enough emojis to describe how happy I was that somebody was expressing what I drill into my clients' heads all the time, is that when you're thinking about what to post, if you don't know about hair, don't post about hair. If you don't know about social media, then social media shouldn't be the topic that you're creating content around. If you have to go and do a ton of digging, it's nine times out of 10, a great indicator that it is not your area of expertise. And so when you're thinking about what types of content to create, it should be stuff that comes natural to you. It should be stuff that you're already having conversations about organically. Nothing that you got to go do a whole book report on and you got to you know pull out the encyclopedia and do all of these things it should be it should naturally be something that you are well uh, knowledgeable and well versed in second most important thing about picking a topic is that you have to create what your audience wants first you hear that not just because you think this is going to make great content no you need to create what your audience wants first but make sure it aligns with what you're genuinely passionate about right and so for me, talking about business and entrepreneurship and online uh, business, it comes natural to me. I'm genuinely passionate about it. And so it just so happens that you guys enjoy this type of content. And so it's the reason why I create more of this type of content over fashion or style posts, even though that's a part of my brand and you guys want that too. I understand what topics you need the most and what topics I am the most passionate about. And so I kind of marry those two together and that's how I decide what types of podcast episodes I'm going to create. That's how I'm able to just kick out content all the time is because these are things that I am already talking about. Now, if you're trying to figure out how do I know what my people want, the best way, in my opinion, to do this is just simply to ask them. That could be a simple Instagram poll. That could be a survey through SurveyMonkey or MailChimp. I know they have a new um, survey uh, feature on MailChimp as well, but find a way to survey people. And it's literally as simple as saying, hey, do you prefer this type of content from me over this type of content? What type of content do you want to see? me create for you next on what topics and then get in the comments and engage with them right if they say I want to hear you talk more about how to build my audience on social media okay cool well then you get in the comments and you ask them more specific questions those conversations is what curates content I tell my clients this all the time as long as you're having conversations you'll always have content as long as you're having conversations you will always have content. And that's always my case. I'm always able to pull from conversations I'm having, whether it's through a client consultation, whether it's a call with my girlfriend on FaceTime, whether it's a Twitter conversation. I'm always able to pull things because I'm already naturally educated and knowledgeable in certain areas. I'm always able to have conversations about those things. Those things drive the type of content that I produce. And so try out surveying, try out just simply asking people what they want from you, all right? So the second part of the three P's content creation process is to produce. So once you have decided on the topics and subject matters that are one, relevant, and two, things that you're genuinely passionate about, now is actually time to create the content. And I want you to consider this very important factor. I want you to focus less on vanity and focus more on value. I want you to focus more on the effectiveness of the content over how it looks. And y'all know I'm a big visual person. I am a firm believer that our first point of contact with a lot of people online is how their content looks. That is very, very, very true. 
But when it starts deterring you from actually putting the content out there, that's when there's a problem, right? So I want you to try to make things look as neat and polished and professional as possible, depending on what your brand style is. But then I want you to focus more on how much value your people are going to get from what you're putting out there. Because it doesn't matter if your website is beautiful, but your content isn't changing or transforming anyone's life, then it really is not relevant. So I want you to focus more on value over vanity. And then I want you to set deadlines so you can give yourself time to film, record, edit, and not just feel rushed to just put out half done work. And so there's a lot more that goes into producing. I do talk a lot about producing content in my content chaos course that you can get at natashaweston.com always. Um, that is one of our one of my most popular courses and I break down a lot more detail how to produce content. I also have a whole directory full of online courses that you can get immediate access to at natashaweston.com forward slash courses. There is a course on there on how to create videos. I share the equipment that you can buy that's affordable. There are two podcasting courses on the website. One is super beginner friendly. One is more intermediate. If you want to write a book, I have a course on that too. So I have all of those courses that you can access to today at natashaweston.com. So if you want more information on actually producing the content beyond today's show, I highly encourage you to check those out. The link will be in the description. And then the third P for the content creation process is to push. So a lot of people think that, okay, I picked a great topic. I put a lot of effort into actually creating the the content for this topic. Now I'm just going to post it on my Facebook page and people are just going to love it. They're going to share it and we're going to be good to go, right? I'm going to go viral. Some people think that too. But no, 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 no. That's not how it works. You've only touched half of what it takes to get engagement and be positioned and get visibility when you're talking about content. The third part of this process and the most important part is to get eyeballs on it. And not just the eyeballs of your friends from high school and college. We're talking about pushing. So the third P is to push. Pushing and positioning your content where it needs to be and in front of who it is specifically created for. So this goes into, you know, knowing who your audience is, knowing who you're talking to, because this is where you pull them in through your captions. This is where you pull them in through your pushing efforts. So you can't just post once and forget it. You know, nobody likes to get hit and quit it, right? I don't know about y'all, but that ain't cool. And that's how it feels when you post something and you just leave it there and expect people to flock to it. So I want you to think about how many ways can you multi-purpose your content, right? So in other words, if I were to write a blog post for my website and I published it on my website, I copied the link, I posted on Twitter, all right, how can I make this content Facebook friendly? How can I make this blog post Instagram friendly enough for somebody to go and actually read the blog post and vice versa. If you produce, and I'll use the podcast for an example, I don't just publish the podcast on Amazon Music and iTunes and Spotify. I don't just publish it on the podcast directories. I always take it a step further. I make sure we have graphics created and not just static graphics all the time, 
but animated graphics, right? With the audio waves on them just to bring engagement and get people to know like, okay, this is something that you actually listen to. And so always thinking how to take your content from its initial platform, spreading it on other platforms, because just because someone is on Facebook doesn't mean they're on Twitter. And just because someone is on Twitter doesn't mean they're on Instagram. And so you want to make sure that you are touching all of the touch points of where your audience is hanging out so that you make sure you get the most listeners, the most viewers, the most engagement that you can possibly get. And so you guys, those are the three P's of my content creation process. I highly, highly, highly encourage you to take notes. If you haven't already, go back, listen again, and make sure that before you create your next piece of content, that you take these things into consideration because it's going to save you some time, some effort, some energy, right? I wish somebody had told me this eight years ago. So if you want a deeper dive into the content creation process, figuring out what your audience wants from you, how to strategically move your audience from your content to your customers and more, you can get immediate access to this digital class called Content Chaos at natashaweston.com forward slash courses. I also provided the link down in the description box. So go check that course out. It's going to get much more in depth into what we talked about today. And the one thing I want to leave you with today is that in 2021 and beyond, Make sure before you hit the post button online that you have carefully thought out your content. I don't care if you have to come back and refer to today's show a million times. Always, always, always make sure that you are carefully thinking about what you're posting online. So don't forget, you guys, to catch up on past episodes of the show at tabletalkwithtati.com. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast directory. Leave a review. Subscribe. Share this episode with a friend and don't forget to subscribe to my email list at natashaweston.com. Thank you so much for listening and until next time, I will talk to you in the next episode.